it is a tremendous bliss to have Rav Weinberger with us tonight. Rav Weinberger, who is the Mashriya YU over the last many years, has been inspiring and guiding both Hamidim and Bamabakim to live this life of the Shatanti Bisokhan. To Kedushify the mundane and to go through the world with a sense of purpose and Kedusha. He's been a tremendous co-op on campus over the last few years, and after we sing together a little bit more, I'm sure we'll all be inspired by his different physics. I just very much want to take the opportunity to thank, first of all, our support staff, who somehow was able to build this room that you guys could all fit into. Thank you, Elie Rabi and crew. Thank you, of course.
Gerber from Shul, over here, some of the guys from Shul. And you, the Bakura Yeshivas. I want to thank Rabbi Josh Froelich, Rabbi Jonathan Cohen, I want to thank Yonah for the beautiful music. We went through Stolen and Breslov and Chabad, and in a few minutes, I always say in the orchestra we should be there to sing together in Yushalayim, but we're singing together in Yushalayim, we should be there to agree to share for these Nagun. And for the Yeshiva, I want to thank Yeshiva for being a Kazakh mean everything that I'm trying to, to do there that really was established by Rav Miller's disposition. And, and I see how much the Yeshiva cares about the overall growth of the Bokha, not just in learning, which is, of course, the, which is the substance of who we are. The growing in learning, the amount of Shia and the level of Shia that are available for every single, for every single Bokha that comes is a Shia. Tremendous and wonderful Mashgichim. But how much the Yeshiva cares about, about the Ruchnias, the Ruchnias of the guys. And I have tremendous accounts of thought to the Yeshiva for arranging this. I really came just for two days. And I have a tremendous, tremendous desire of seeing you and being together with you. There's a player that comes with this story, but I'm not going to tell you the story now. There's really no time for the, the story, but. There's a Torah that's in Kuzhim, in Majits, by those Tzadikins. But the Torah is to explain why, when Hashem Ezbok said, to Moshe Rabbeinu to come to Hashinah in Pashat Mishpat, and Hashem Ezbok says, Alei Elaya Hori Veheyeishon, to come to the mountain to be there. And the Kuzhim, the Chazkul Kuzhim asked, why does it have to say, Alei Elaya Hori Veheyeishon, to come to the mountain and to be there? And he said, you know, there's so many times in life when you're physically someplace and you come to a certain place, but you're, but you're not really there. There are marriages, there's so many, so many broken hearts where there are marriages, where there are husbands and wives, good people, who are in a marriage. And they're under the chuppah and they're married and they raise a family. But the Vahayeshram is not there. They're not there. We're living at a time where it's so hard. Because of all the things that are changing and the devices and and the world that we're in that moves so quickly. It's so hard to be there. Vahayeshram. It's not enough to go up the mountain and to be together at a very inspirational kinos like this of Lech, Knesset, Kalei, Yehudim it's very very big chizik for all of us but the tachlis is v'heyeshon but if you're here now you try to be here entirely to be completely present and to tie your, your hearts and your minds to the Nibunim and to the words of Torah So I want to share with you 
just a short machshava. I feel that the tamsis of these past 35 years of my life, of what I've been trying to work on myself, and what I'm trying to convey to the Kevra, and Shul, and Yeshiva. The Gemara says that there was nobody who knew how to speak Lashon Hara like Hamar. There's a master of Lashon Hara. And to be a master of Lashon Hara means that you know the word that's going to hurt. You know how to find those hurtful words. And the Gemara tells us that the Lishna Bisha, the Lashon Hara of Hamar, when he said those words, there is a nation that is divided and dispersed among the nations. And they don't observe the laws of the king and so on. They're different. So in those words, Chazal tell us that Haman said, the Jews have a God. They believe in God, and they have a God. But Elokeiyam Yoshein Hu. But as a fashul from the God, He is a God that's asleep. He's sleeping. Yesh no Elokeiyam Yoshein Hu. That the Rebbeinu Shlom Muhammad said that the Rebbeinu Shlom is sleeping. To us, it seems absurd, and every one of us believes he may lay on a relationship. That Hashem's book doesn't sleep. So what was the Pnimi is? He was an extraordinarily deep person, a dangerous person. We were just talking with Chabur a few minutes ago that there is a way of thinking that's called Makshabasam. What does it mean that God is sleeping? So listen carefully. You know that all of creation exists on four levels. Doimein, Sameach, Chai, and Medal. Everybody knows. And all the Kadmayim talk about this. And all the Kaitas and Ephesus revolves around this. Shmanaprakim, and others from that you've learned, and you know. And in the world, there's Doimein, that which is inanimate, like stones and so on. And Sameach, there are plants that grow. And they're chai, they're living beings, animals. And there's a human being, Midan. The lady, of course, Maral. There's an extraordinary, unique man that's called Yisrael. But let's talk now for a moment about the four basic Yisraelis of all of creation, of all of reality. There's no question that inside you and me right now at this moment, inside each and every one of us, is a chelot elokami malmanch. That the Bayerlam, the creator, the infinite one, exists inside each and every one of us. And every single one of you and myself, we believe in this Damunish That the infinite one is mitzam from himself, and he lives within us. And each Yisrael. 
There's a chelotel coming in my There are some Jews for whom that elokus, that godliness, that elokus, is in a state of daimen. It's inanimate. It doesn't animate them to get up to shul on time. It doesn't animate them to daven with heart and soul. It doesn't animate them to focus and concentrate on their learning. It doesn't animate them to have the kindness to overcome certain types. There is God inside. The infinite one is inside. And there's the shakanti beside him. But the Elokus inside of this Jew is in the state of Doimeh. Doimeh is a Lashon of also Doimeh, of the Mama, of Yidam Aaron. It's silent. It's inactive. It doesn't change his life. It doesn't affect him. It doesn't help him to become great. He's stuck. Because God is Doimeh. God is inanimate inside of him. Then you have another Jew. And some of you are feeling this very strongly already by this time. But there's a b'chin of tzaymeach. But the locus inside of the person is beginning to grow. There's an awareness that's beginning to develop within the person of who he is and why he was sent into this world. There's something inside you. Now you can't always show that. I understand. But you know and I know that there's something inside you that's growing. There's that koach of elokus inside you that's developing. That's called sameach. Like a plant that grows. And then you have a person for whom the elokus Inside of him is in that way of chai. Samal chanash. Kormal chabasar. There's a Jew for whom Yiddishkeit and the Rain Shalom is filled with chis. It's alive. It's exciting. It's making real changes in his life. It's making real decisions about who I am and how to be and learning growing and changing then on Malakim then on Chavero there's a fire and God is alive and each one of us goes through those stages where first there's that daimai there's that feeling Hashem of Hashem being distant and far inanimate that doesn't animate me doesn't move me and then to grow to Tzameach, and then to grow with the Yiddish Christ, the B'china of Chai, of Chol HaChai Miduch HaSela, of Atma Dveikim B'Hashem Elokechem, Chayim Kulchem Hayon. With the Yiddish Christ, the B'chines, with the fire, the breath. But remember, there's a fourth Madrega of creation. The fourth level of creation is called Medad. That human being is a speaking being. A Ruach Mamal. The ability to communicate and to speak. 
and the human being is a mitzvah. It's altogether different from a doyleim, tzemech, and a chai, even though each one of those categories is unique. But you have a Jew who's a medaber. And a medaber means, like it says by Esther Malka, a toysef Esther v'atadabr l'fnei ha'melech. But Toysef Esther, Esther added something in her life. She went beyond that level of Doimein to Tzemeach to Chai. Remember that she was the Yisraeli, she was an orphan. She went through a great deal of suffering, as any one of you of Khalila has lost a parent knows. And there's a silence that overcomes Many of those individuals who grew up with difficulties, without parents or parents, Khalila. And Esther was such a person. And she lifted herself up from the Madrega of Daimain to Tzameach until she was on fire with Chiyas. Bas Avichai. Bas Avichai. So she came to the Madrega of Atoyseth Esther Vatadabalif Nehamel. And Batoyseth, the Toysephus of Esther was Vatadabalif Nehamel. You see, Hebra, look at me. It's important for boys to make eye contact. I'm talking a lot about that lady in Yeshiva. Shame, your wives are going to expect it of you. You could have a person who was a Ben Tyrant, was able to learn a good blood Gemara of Rashi and Taisus, was able even to say a Kiddush, to make a seal, even if he's not getting paid or bribed for it. He's able to come to a very high Madrid in his learning in his Avot Hashem. But there's one thing that he hasn't come to. He already went through the stage of being a Dharma, and he finally climbed out of that. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it begins in high school, usually sometime here in HSL, where the guys begin to climb out of being rocks, to climb out of that place of the moment of silence, of being inanimate and lifeless. And they begin to grow to a place of domain. And we're already holding by Purim, and many of you in a place, Bo Hashem, of Chad. But there's a different Messias of a Jew. It's not just singing a nigan for Rebinachim, it was the Chabot Haim's nigan as well. It was the Chassam Sofer's nigan as well. Chassam Sofer wrote a whole, we had Shiraz Moshe, poems of songs from the Chassam Sofer. There's a Jew who's able to speak to Hashem. But Toysef Esther Betadar Be'alamel, Lifnei HaMelech. But Toysef Esther Betadar Be'alamel, Lifnei HaMelech. It's a different Messias. The Rechaim HaKadosh says that we see, after all of the Nisim and the flows of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, after all the wonders of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim and Kriya Shamsuf, the unbelievable, unbelievable miracles that we saw with our eyes, we saw Mount, these miracles. But then, by Har Sinai, 
The Pasik says, Hayyim has Zerin. Kiadabu Lukim is told of Acham. Hayyim has Zerin, the Archamakas explains. That all of the wonders that we saw, Chris Yamsuf and all the Makis, of all that a Jew sees in his life, and all of the Madragas that a person can reach in learning, and Midas Pivas, all of that is developed. And many of you are miraculous people, I don't know you. Some of you I know are Nisan Mount. Nisan. The Archangel says the greatest Nis of all. That today, Moshe when he said, Rabbi, say today we were able to see that the Bereshlam speaks to a Jew. No, Chaim says, and we're able to speak Lifnei The stand Lifnei Amela is the first even Shulchan It's the beginning of being a Jew. It's the hardest, hardest thing. It's easier to learn the Sechdeh from the Sechdeh. And you can be Doimim Semech, and you can even be Chav. And you can sing a Valdig in the Gun. And we can be involved in all kinds of Ikudim, and all kinds of Mitzvahs and Maas and Toyim. But Hayoyim is Darin, Kidabu Lekim is Odom Vachai. Meshmanis says, I want to tell you the greatest miracle of all that a Jew is able to stand in the presence of the king and he's able to hear Hashem speak to him and he's able to speak to Hashem. He doesn't hear him with a voice. He doesn't hear him the way Meshav was able to experience that. But not Neviim. It means that a Jew has a chush, as the Pizestna says. In Chavis of Talmudim, that a ben is like a ben Torah. It doesn't mean you're a child of Torah. It means that we have a chush to hear Hashem. And we have a chush, we have a special sense. It's called to be a medaber. Hayyam ha-zerinu kedav l'kim esodem b'chad. The Racham HaKadosh says it's bigger than all the miracles of Yitzhiz and Sayyam, is that you and I are able to be on that level of a toysef esodem b'tadav l'shnei amel. A toysef esodem. It's an under revelt, it's an oil macher, it's a different world. Those of you who are Isaac and speaking to Hashem, I don't just mean saying the Siddur, which is also something for everybody to get up and to say the words in the Siddur. It's a very of a thing, I'm not in any way, in any way, making that into something small. But if you just says the words, it's a gewaldic thing, and it's part of all kinds of Yeshua's in the higher world. But Chavri, you're not babies anymore, I'm not a baby, I'm ready, my beard's already gray. When are we going to begin to speak to the Bereshlam? You see the Kayach of This Kayach, this Klippa of Amalek. says, And the Gemara says, The deepest Lashon Haras Elokeim Yashem Ho. Elokeim She'el Yashem. All that Amalek wants is that you and I should remain on that level of doyming. All that Amalek wants is that you and I should be people who are not moved. People who are not able to change. Sameach. People who are not able to be alive with Yiddishkeit. Chai. And most of all, that a Jew should feel that he has no right and no place 
the poorest heart you have, the people of one, the people of one, like Esther Malkia, no right to pour our hearts out before the Bari Arden. So the Tzadik comes, Mordechai, Ish Yehuda Ha'yu L'Shushan Hadir, and to be a Yid means somebody that can die, and that's what it means, Ha'pam O'edez Hashem, Ish Yehuda Ha'yu L'Shushan Hadir, Ushmoy Mordechai, and Chazal say that he was mayor in Yisrael, the Tiloisa, and Tiroisa. And Mordechai came and he says, Vayizak Zohar Gedogel Maru. The Mordechai began to scream. And he ran to the children and he began to scream together with the children. Vayizak Zohar Gedogel Maru. Because the Tzadik knows that Amolik will allow a person to be a Lamdan allow a person to be good, to be kind, to be able to stand for a half hour during Avani and look at his film with a mirror. You know, you have guys that like to do that, they look at the mirror of the film to make sure that it's in the right place. But to be able to speak that's what it says in positive Moshe when spoke to the very song to be able to speak to the very early in a way like best friends, like a child like a husband and wife so the tzaddik comes because all the tzaddik wants is to take that Jew to help the person come out from that state of being doyman and to bring the person to a place of being tzaymeya and that's what your rebellion are working on in yeshiva with you. To bring us out of that place of government. And to bring us into a place of growth, of change, of being open to change. Of not being afraid anymore of what people say. Of being people who are growing and who are strong. And to come to a place of chai. To be alive, to be on fire. With a black gemara, with a, with a sifkotna mishnabrura. With the Yontiv, with the Shabbos. But all of that, Amalek will be able to tolerate. The one thing that Amalek cannot tolerate is that Toysef Esther Vatidabal is Neabel. Step into, I don't want to say words that are not nice, but if you step into a typical shul, an average shul. I dabbled one this morning, wonderful people. They'll do anything to help anybody, the nicest people. And everybody has their art scroll, their Shabbistin, everybody has their Gemaras, everybody's involved in their learning. But to be a Medabra Lefneh to be able to speak to the king, I was telling you boys before, when we were together, some of the Chev from Kardish, a little bit earlier this, this evening, I told them that my father said that when he was growing up in Europe, Every single night when he would go to bed, he would hear my grandmother, Hashem should avenge her blood, he would hear my grandmother either saying Tillam or saying Sanarana by Thursday, I don't know if you even heard of what Sanarana is. Only the old timers heard of Sanarana. There's a collection in Yiddish of Medrash and all different beautiful things on the parasha. Sanarana, but I said, Sanarana was all Jewish women said in Europe. My father remembers that he would fall asleep and he would hear his mother, my grandmother, he would hear his mother, Pashat B'Shalach, saying, 
Pyro. And I saw after the, the Chavetz Chaim used to learn like this. My father said he heard his mother saying, Pyro, you thought you were going to win. Now you're drowning. And Hashem Hezbrook is going to drown all of our enemies, including the new one that came up in Germany. They're all going to drown all of our enemies. And Ami Yisrael is going to live forever. Because to her was, Hayom HaZarim, Kiyadabu, 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 it wasn't an old story. It's by Yom Ahemiz Manazer. The Kisvun Ladar is for now. Like I mentioned earlier, that, that the, the Sarshol from Bells, when he came to the Christ of Lublin, nobody knew who he was. And when he walked in for a night, the Bells there, the, the Christ told him to lay in Megillah. Nobody even knew who the Bells were, he was. He was a young man. And the Bells there, he lay in Megillah. He didn't even know the truck, he was just saying the words. And the and the Chayzer was going out of his cave, and afterwards he said, "I heard this story many times, but I never heard anybody tell it the way he tells it. The way that he said the story, I never heard anybody say that story. It's Hayyam as It's not something that happened a long time ago. The Baruch Shalom is not a concept; he's alive. It's a different mitzvah when you're a person that lives in such a world." So when it says, every single one of you knows why it's hard for you to daven. Let's just talk sufficient ones between us. There are no girls here. It's just guys. So we don't have to, you know, we could be honest, right? Just the guys. You know that Esther means Esther right? The Gemara says in Chum, in Kutlam Etes, Esther Matar Minayim. Esther means hidden. It means that the Baruch is concealed. And the reason for that is not because he doesn't love us. It's not because he doesn't care. It's true he doesn't show us open and revealed miracles. That's not our Indian now. It will be soon, but not yet. Because our writer is the Taisat Esther, that Jew who feels far from Hashem, and he feels like Esther felt. Because Esther means a Jew who feels far from Hashem. And the reason that a Jew feels far from Hashem in our generation in particular is because of the Pagam of Yosef HaTzadik, that Indian of Pagam Habris. And because of that filth of Yishmael and of Amalek that's in the world that's taking over our lives. We have that every Sunday morning in the shul. We have a Chabur of Yosef HaTzadik. To try to be mitzchazik together, to talk about, to think about, to work on this Indian of Kedusha as Yisrael, which your eyes have seen, many of your eyes have seen, Hashem Yerachim. And it's not your fault, Khalil. The time that we're living in these Nisyanis, Nisyanis that Hashem knew that only our generation that's so holy is able to somehow, somehow to fight with this Nisyan of Yerachim Atzad. But because of that, Nisayin, because there have been many, many failures and many difficulties. And many of you have shared with me your struggles in this Indian when it comes to what you see with your eyes and what you think about. But it's so hard. You feel that. Why would the king want to speak to me? I remember the first time in my life I was a freshman in college and it was the first time in my life that I didn't say Kriya Shmala Mita. And I, since the time I was a little boy, my mother would say with me Kriya Shma. And the first time in my life was after I did something that I shouldn't have done, that I'm embarrassed about. 
the first year that I was in college. And I couldn't bring myself to say Kriyashma. Because I felt, even though I didn't think of the words, How can a person like myself face the king? Every one of you in some way is wearing a sackcloth. It doesn't mean a, a sign of mourning. It means a sign of tzibrachimkai. It shows in the sadness. It shows in the way that you walk, schlepping your feet. It shows in how you have to sometimes make jokes and cracks and try to entertain others because you inside yourself are like many of the clowns in the circus that try to make everybody else laugh because inside of yourself you're crying. You know how much you're crying. The ones who are loudest are the ones who are crying most. You know, the ones who make the most noise, the ones who are the life of the party, are the ones who are most sivrochim. You know that, and I know that. And the reason it's so hard, because Rabbi Shalom helped me. I'm in a place of Esther. I'm in a place of Esther Pondon. You're hiding from me. But the truth is, you're here for me. I'm hiding from you. And there are so many mechitzes and chitzitzes that I've created with my imagination and with my, my eyes have seen and the places that I've done and the things that I have done that I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed. And ain't lovel Shah Melech. You can't come to the Shah Melech to such a place. But the Lusak, in a state of Aslus and Aslus and mourning and Sibrachinkai. So therefore, Baruch Shalom, we're calling out to you, Aaron of Purim, the Yontif of Purim, that we believe in Mordecai Yehudi. We believe in all the Tzaddikim and all the Svarma Gadayashim, that the Tzaddikim, all they wanted to come was to help bring us through the world of Daimon, and lift us up to Tzameah, and to be Jews that are Chai, Chal Chai, Chai Yaducha, Selah, to be alive, and finally to come to a place where we're not embarrassed anymore, that we know that you love us, and that we can come to you, and that we're able to speak to you. And even though it's Esther, even though we feel so far, but Toysef, Esther, and we can come to Madrega, where we throw ourselves in before you, but Tapala Fana, but Tapala Fayragla, but Tefach Dishanamo, like Esther Amalka cried out and begged to be able to come to the king, to be in the presence of the king, but Toysef, Esther, and Tadabi, just to be Lifne Hamalach. The tachlis of our lives is to be lifne amelach. All that we learn. The Chazanish says, and then wouldn't be talking. You'll find the place yourself. Learn and wouldn't be talking. There's any safer. Learn the ignorance of the Chazanish. I'm not telling you what Chazanish said. The whole tachlis of our lives is to be able to stand before the king. The whole tachlis of our learning is to be mistabic to the Bariyarla. To come to that place where we're lifne amelach is the first sin from Shulchan Aruch. So we're asking the British will never burn. Hafachto misbedila mocholi. The British will you taught us in the Megillah, which we're living with right now. Like the Belzer Rebbe, when he would say the Megillah, he would say the story of our lives. We have to hear the Megillah right now. Toshin ayin zai. Not a mice from a long time ago in Shushan Adira. Esta malki es kisvunu daris 
that should be right now, we should feel the way the Belzer Rebbe said the Megillah, that it's not something that was a Maishish Shahaya, but it's Hoyvel of now. And to hear in these words of a Toysef Esther, and since you told us in the Megillah, that it's a time of an Ahafaychu. Therefore, we're asking you, Rabbi Shalom, since the reason that we can't come speak to you is because we're wearing this Lavush sack of our, of our mistakes. And our mistakes cause us to make the worst mistake of all because the truth is, you want us to come to you. The king wants us. But he let me crazy. You know that when Esther went there, the king reached out to Shabbat Azad and she hanged the chesed of her. And the king wanted him to come. And the Rishon wants us to come to him. But we feel that we can't because we feel dirty. And we feel low and we feel bad. But the Rishon wants us to come to him. And the Siddiquim are telling us to come to him. And therefore we're asking the Rishon, Erev Purim, Hathachto Mishpati Lomachali. Pitachto Saki. The Rishon, take off already this that we're schlepping around, this terrible sack of mourning over the things that we've done wrong. Must speak. Whatever happened, happened. We cannot have a, we're going to try to be better. A fact of misbeding, but a half to change this morning, this havelus. A fact of misbeding, a mochali. Pitak the saki, but simcha. To strengthen me with joy. That I could come to a place of a shemel of kai. And the Pazik says, Lamani Zemecha Kobin, Reloi Yidoi. That we should sing to you, and we should never be in, a, in that way of a doymen, of, of, of a Jew that, that's not alive, of a Jew Khalil that's a doymen. They can't speak. That we should walk into shuls and see people davening. They walk in 10 minutes late, leave 10 minutes early, say that there's a couple of words, uh, what's doing here, what's doing there, and to walk out with a little bit of Krishna. The man is enough of covenant, but I need them. Hashem will carry loyal my death. I think I told Rabbi Josh that I would keep it to a half hour. I wasn't watching it. I was done. I was ready. I was done. I was done. I was done. I don't know the story, it's very late, I won't do that. But this story I'm going to tell you, I have to shift to tell this story. I've told it so far four times since I heard it, maybe three or four times since I heard it. It's a story that changed my life, and it's not about a Rebbe or a Shashiva, it's not about a famous person, but it's about a person who I love, the dog is now a shirt, and he gave me a shift to tell this story. It's a person that was not blessed like you and I are with the ability to see. He's unable to see. He's a Saginaw. And, and he knows, again, he told me that I can tell the story to give Chizik the Tevra. I heard this at his mother's Levaya. It was in New Jersey, near the water someplace. I, I, New Jersey's a hard place to figure out. <laughs> there was someplace near the water, I remember. So it was, it was far away from George Washington Bridge. (laughs) 
He said this, his name is Michael Levy. It's Rabbi Willie's brother-in-law. He told this, and he told this at his mother's Lorayim. He said that he wasn't able to see. And what hurt him more than anything else was that all of the all of the kids he went to public school. He didn't go to Yeshiva, he was little. But all of the kids were able to go to school. Go to school on their own. They were able to bicycle and to walk, they were able to go to school. Like children especially in, in a suburban area where they live near school. And they were all able to walk to school. And what hurt Michael most was that he wasn't able to walk. His mother walked him every single day to school. He wasn't able to see. And it was dangerous. Streets across Avenue. So Michael said, he was talking about his mother at the Levi. And he said that Ready for a, a long time, he kept on saying to his mother, Mommy, I, I, I can do it. I can walk by myself to school. I haven't figured out exactly the street. And he would touch the fences along the side, and he knew where things ended and where they would start. And, and, and I know where, where it's the corner, and I wait for someone to come or to tell me I can go. I, I'm ready. I'm not a baby anymore. I don't want to go with my mommy to school. I could also go by myself. Like all the other, like all the other children, and for a long time she 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 just couldn't take that chance, and and she would say, "Soon, Michael, we have to practice more, and we count the steps. How many steps it took?" And until finally, 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 one day, Michael said that my mother got in the morning, had breakfast, and said, "Michael, you're going to walk to school today yourself. You're a good boy." He said it was the most exciting day of his life. He had a lunchbox. I don't know if you had these lunchboxes. He didn't have like the Flintstones on it. <laughs> he had a lunchbox and, uh, and his stuff, his books, a knapsack or something. And he's like a regular person. It's a terrible thing to feel like you're so different, you know. He's a regular person. He's going to go to school like all the other kids. So she gives him, he said, my mother gave me a big kiss. He says, Michael, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Mom, I'll be safe. Don't worry. I'm going to be okay. She says, I know, I know. I trust you. You'll be safe. Go ahead. Go. And he went. And Michael said that I had it worked down. managed to assign the steps and the corner. And someone was there. A nice person would say, come, come. And I would cross. You can cross. You can cross. And I would cross. And finally, I made it to, I made it to the street where the school was. And I was across the street where the building was. I was walking along the fence. I was walking along the fence. And I came to it the opening of the school, and at the opening of the school, there was a very, very nice fellow that worked over there, and, you know, Michael said that I was the proudest person in the world, that everybody is watching me, that I'm looking at myself, and, and I came to the opening, and the fellow that's by the door that would greet him every morning said, well, look at you, Michael Lee, look at you, isn't that something? And then he turned a little bit further, he said, and Mrs. Levy, it's so good to see you this morning. <laughs> and, and she whizzed by. Michael said she was going on a bicycle the whole way. <laughs> and she just whizzed by. And Mrs. Levy, it's so good to see you this morning. And Michael said at the, at the Levaya, the way he said, I can't forget. 
He said, Ma, I never saw you. I never saw you, your beautiful face. I never saw you. I never, he never saw his mother's face. And even when I thought you weren't with me, you were with me. You never left me. I just didn't see your beautiful face. So he said, I know that now you're also with me. Even though now nobody can see you. But I always knew that you were with me. I'll tell you something, Esther. We can't see Hashem's beautiful face right now. We can't see. The whole Yontav of Purim is this one Nakuza. And good morning to you, Rabbi Shalom. Good morning to you, Rabbi Shalom. And the Rabbi Shalom just visits by. If you and I can strengthen ourselves in these last few minutes of Hester Purim, to hold on to that Rabbi on the bicycle, going next to us every step of our lives, then we'll want to talk to him. We'll want to speak to him the way that a child speaks to a mother to the Srimak Adarishan. I want to give a bracha on behalf of all the Rebbeim, all the Rebbeim, that Shem's book should hear all of our feelings. This is the most powerful time of the year for Davin. And that all of our feelings should be Makuva. And that Shem should be Mali Mishalas, Lubacham, and Taiva. And she desired him as a Shem to the end of all of this has to find Come to the time of the Ayn, the Ayn, you, the Sechazene, the Ayn, the Shud, Hashem, the Tzim, the Rachim, the Blah, Hashem, Amit, the Shem, Hemi, Amen, Amen.
job is so long, we're chilling outside. We're chilling outside. Whoever lost keys, keys were found. If somebody lost keys, please come see me. I'm putting job is so long.